Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Culture Kids, welcome to another episode. My name is Kristen, and I'm your host along with my five-year-old son, Asher. Thank you so much for tuning in, and if you haven't done so already, please remember to subscribe to our page and do us a huge favor by leaving us a review. Today, Asher made a special request to learn a bit more about a natural landmark located in South America. Now, we live in Los Angeles in the state of California, which is part of the 50 states of the United States of America. And the United States belongs to a continent called North America. And South America is below North America. That's correct. So this natural landmark in South America is so long and so big that it runs through seven different countries. It is over 5,000 miles long and also serves as a home to many different animals and plants. And it is, of course, the longest mountain range in the world. Asher, can you share with us what this landmark is? The Andes Mountains. It's long and expands for thousands of miles. Kind of like the Great Wall of China we already had a podcast about. So... Here are all the countries that it spans through. You ready? Yes! Argentina, Bolivia, Chile, Colombia, Ecuador, Peru, and Venezuela. That's a lot of countries! It sure is. Because the Andes Mountain is so long and extends almost like a spine up and down Central America, there are several different climates across the mountains. Climates are weather conditions in the area. Very good. Now this leads us to introduce our Culture Kids Word of the Day, which is... Ecosystem. Uh, Ecosystem is a flow of life. That's an interesting way to put it. It's an area where plants, animals, and other living things, as well as weather and landscape, work together to form a bubble of life. The Andes Mountains has a wide range of ecosystems, such as glaciers, high mountain grasslands, mountain forests, rivers, lakes, and wetlands. The Andes which is a fancy name for Andes Mountains, are separated in three natural regions, southern, central, and northern regions. Andes Mountains are so big and so long, the weather can be very different depending on the area, the altitude, and how close it is to the sea. As we mentioned, we live in Los Angeles in an area called Playa Vista, and we are very close to the ocean. So that makes the weather here very different than a city in Los Angeles that is a little further away from the ocean. Even just a few miles away from the ocean can make a big difference in the weather conditions. 
If you are ever lucky enough to visit the Andes, you'll see many unique animals simply not found anywhere else on Earth. In the Andes, you could find the Andean condor. Andean condors are huge birds, and because they are so big, it's a little difficult for them to fly. They prefer to live in windy areas, so the wind can help. Because they're so heavy, they're up to 33 pounds. Even their enormous 10-foot wingspan needs some help to keep them flying. That's cool. They mostly live in the mountain region. But they also live near the sea because they like the ocean breeze. And sometimes they're also found in the desert areas that have strong air currents. There are thousands of different species of animals that live all across the Andes Mountains. But get this, roughly about two-thirds, which is more than half of the animals, are endemic to the region. What does endemic mean? Endemic, in this case, means that these animals belong to the area and rarely found anywhere else in the world. It's as if Andes Mountains is a world of its own. Another animal that is endemic to the Andes is called the Andean bear. What's an Andean bear? Andean bear kind of looks like a sloth, in my opinion. Luckily, they're known to be gentle and not very aggressive. They're mostly herbivores, but also sometimes eat meat. You can find them in the grasslands or forests of Andes Mountains. They're also known as the spectacled bear because they have rings of white or light fur around its eyes. It kind of looks like they're wearing sunglasses. Ooh, that's funny. And here's a cool fact. Asher, what do most bears do during the winter? Hibernate. And what does that mean? Sleep. Yep. But Andean bears do not hibernate. They're active all year round. They live mostly in tropical climates from Venezuela to Bolivia. I want to see one and snuggle a friend. I do too. But any animals that we see in the wildlife, whether they're herbivores or carnivores, we must stay away from them and give them plenty of space that is safe for both the animals and for the humans. Let's talk about the Amazon River and piranhas. The Amazon River starts in the Andes Mountains. And the Amazon River has piranhas. Now, piranhas are not exactly cuddly teddy bears, but they do have very sharp, scary-looking teeth. They are carnivores, but mostly eat small fish, insects, or plants. People think these fish eat people. They will attack you. Well, the good news is, most of the time, despite what you've heard, if you leave them alone, they will most likely leave you alone too. There is a type of piranha that is known to be a little more aggressive than others. It's called the red-bellied piranha. Because it's belly red. Correct. They have a very good sense of smell, and they make a drumming sound by causing vibrations with their muscles that echoes through their body. Well, I don't know about you. Maybe swimming in the Amazon sounds like a bad idea. Well, we also can't talk about the Andes Mountain without learning about Machu Picchu. Do you want to try pronouncing Machu Picchu? Machu Picchu. Machu Picchu is in the eastern Andes Mountain, located in a country called Peru. It is a site probably built around the mid 1400s to 1500s. 
It was built by the Incan people that lived a long, long time ago. Asher, do you remember when we learned about the Great Wall of China in previous episodes? Yes. We learned that the Great Wall of China was built by several dynasties, and there was a dynasty called the Ming Dynasty that built the majority of the Great Wall. So the height of the Incan Empire in Peru was during that time as well. So cool. So at that time in China, the Ming Dynasty was in power, and then in Central America, it was the Incans. Exactly. So Machu Picchu is divided mostly into two sections. One section was used for farming, and the other was set up almost like a small town. Even though the ruins of Machu Picchu are pretty well preserved, archaeologists believe the section was mainly homes, fountains, terraces, and temples. It's almost like a city that was built. But archaeologists are still not sure what, why it's built. Yeah, so we will never know for sure because there's nothing in writing that the Incan people preserved about this mysterious landmark. Archaeologists believe Machu Picchu was built as a royal home for the emperor or a religious retreat for leaders of the Incan Empire. Can you visit Machu Picchu? You want to hear a cool fact? There are lots of llamas and alpacas that hang out around the Machu Picchu area. Though I've actually never been to Machu Picchu, I hear from lots of friends that these llamas and alpacas love photobombing. But you have to be careful because if they don't want you to be near them or they're feeling upset, they might spit at you. What's the difference between llamas and alpacas? Good question. Llamas tend to be bigger in size, and their ears are shaped like bananas. Alpacas tend to be smaller, and their ears are much shorter and pointier. Alpacas are native to the Andes Mountains, but now you can see them all over the world. I got farms. Well, I think we can go on for. Ever learning about the Andes Mountains because there are so many fascinating ecosystems and unique landmarks. We'll definitely have to do more episodes on this next time. And Asher has been waiting quite patiently for this, as usual, which is sharing some good jokes. Asher, would you like to go first? What does a cloud wear under his raincoat? What? Thunderwear. <laughs> Okay, my turn. Why should you dress warmly when visiting the Andes? Why? Because it's chilly. <laughs> oh, and it runs through chilly. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's all we have for today. But thank you so much for tuning in, and stay tuned for another episode next week. Don't forget to hit subscribe and let us know what you want to learn about next by leaving us a review. And as always, stay curious and adventurous. See you later, alligators and the wild crocodiles. Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? We've got The Cure, three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. <laughs>
<laughs> New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast.